Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Surviving Sister Wives contains adult content that may not be suitable for Latter-day Saints or sinners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Surviving Sister Wives, the podcast where a monogamous couple drink heavily while recapping Sister Wives on TLC. I'm Corey. And I'm Carly. And today we have Peyton Brown here with us for what we're calling our two-on-one tell-all. Hello. Welcome, Welcome, Peyton. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to chat with us today. We know that you have been, uh, we know that you're not necessarily a fan of your family show you don't watch it right that's a little weird that is not true. a fan of our show necessarily but that is okay because we I'm still sorry have questions. about that i'm sorry about that <laughs> we don't take it personally it's okay no I no worries i believe you're purposely lying to me to make me feel better and i'm grateful for that thank you <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, i guess before we jump into the questions which again thank you to all of our patrons who submitted questions Uh, For us to ask Peyton, we did go through them. We tried to get as many of them as we could. We had a ton of submissions. So uh, we'll try to call your names out if we can. Otherwise, you know who you are. Um, But before we get to those, so Peyton, wanted to let you know, we were looking on your TikTok and we have something in common. Oh, go on. (laughs) So in one of your TikToks, you said that you're into like alternative rock, pop punk, some emo music. There was some Fallout Boy, some Blink, some Paramore. Let's make this very clear. It was Blink 182. I just want to make sure that everybody knows that I know that. It is important that everybody knows. I know it is Blink-182, not just Blink. I just want to make it clear. So this is kind of our area of expertise. This was the music that we were into in our, our middle school, our high school years. So how did you become an early 2000s scene kid? Um, well, I was also born in the 90s. 98, <laughs> yes. It's still the 90s. Uh, Logan, Logan and Aspen are my main sources of good music. Mom taught me ABBA and that was amazing. Totally wonderful. And dad (laughs) gave me killers thing ever. (laughs) Oh yeah. Mom is a hundred percent ABBA fan completely. (laughs) And dad is a huge killers fan, but Logan and Aspen were going through. They never, they never really truly rebelled, but like they were going through their rebellious phase while I was growing up as well, and I listened to their music, and their music was Paramore and Blink-182 and Some 41. We I all... am familiar with the the straight-edge uh, rebellious stage. Right. <laughs> we can yes, relate with that. We know it well. And um, we all, m- not all of us, but like most of us adopted Aspen and Logan's music. And granted, Aspen doesn't even listen to most of that stuff anymore. Logan rarely, but me and Hunter will still blast Skillet 
and simple plan every chance we get. <laughs> That's hilarious. So now it turns out that Panic at the Disco was actually writing demos while you were in high school in Vegas, just down the street no, from the cul-de-sac. At the right? high school. Well, at the high school. Just, even. just down the street from the cul-de-sac. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's super cool. <laughs> yeah. So it was very close to home. We were wondering, is that the reason that Robin said the schools had changed in Vegas? <laughs> what was the in yeah, the influence um, that was referenced? I, I'm gonna need a bit more from you guys. When did Robin say that? Oh, I want to say it was maybe season 13. It was prior to the move. I think that was Flagstaff. When, that was when the conversation started. So there were references to Vegas having an influence on the family, particularly the younger kids. And that was part of the reason for the move to Flagstaff. Um, I have no idea. Maybe I, it was you and Hunter blasting Panic at the Disco in maybe. your bedroom. 100% could have been me and Hunter blasting <laughs> Panic at the Disco. Not, I, yeah, I, we're not so blaming. I, no, because me and Hunter didn't live at home at the time. I haven't. Right. I didn't live there when they went to Flagstaff, so I have right. no ideas. I have vague assumptions. Fair enough, fair enough. You don't want to share those assumptions? <laughs> Oh, I will share every single possible con- assumption about all the music. Oh, you mentioned <laughs> about my family. No, I'm not going to share those. Oh, okay. all, right. all right. Well, we tried. Um, all right. So then let's jump into some of our questions here. So as you know, there was a three-part one-on-one tell-all for season 16. And to be honest, it left us with a lot to be desired. There were a lot of questions still about things that happened in recent seasons. Um, so. I guess starting with the first one, um, and I know you don't want to talk too much about your dad, but maybe we can answer this at a high level. So ask the question, and I will decide whether or not I tell you. I'm not going to answer that. Bingo. Okay, we can go there from we there. Go. That's a deal. Yeah. So during the tell-all, which to our understanding was filled like sometime in November, so it was relatively recent. Um, your dad had mentioned that his relationship with Gabe and Garrison was still in a pretty bad place post everything that we saw in season 16 with COVID. How is your relationship with him? I, Ooh, okay. He's, please don't let this get back to him. (laughs) But after I wore a very specific shirt that said a very specific phrase, I was not digging at him or Robin, a bunch of like, Oh, he's, he's attacking Robin. I was not. It's a funny shirt. That's it. But after I wore that shirt, it really blew up. And dad found out from Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. Somebody else <laughs> took it from my TikTok and put it on Twitter. And he somehow found out. You know, that is funny because actually in the tell-all, they had a little picture-in-picture picture thing going on. And they showed the footage of your mom asking the big question, what does the nanny do? And he actually laughed at it. He found humor in it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what that laughter was hiding. Okay, but and, and it was in November, so it may have been a different context of humor to him. I'm not sure. <laughs> Again, it's all assumptions. But, hey, we assume things. We come up with our own theories on the podcast all the time. Anyway, I'm pretty sure he does not listen to the podcast, so I think that you're safe there. I think that's fair. <laughs> Mom was not digging at dad and Robin or the nanny when she asked. She no. was curious about why the nanny can go there. So she like, she was, she wasn't happy. She was in a bad mood when she said it. And a lot of people took it as, Oh, he, she's attacking Cody. And I'm like, you're all just taking this a bit too far. And thank you for supporting my mother. But just, 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 just read it back. No, read yeah. it just a little back. Oh, we knew exactly where she was coming from. Yeah. That was the whole reasoning was yes. Why? Why aren't the siblings able to see each other if there are other people from outside the house who are able to come into the house? So it was a fair assessment and a fair question. Fair time to bring that up. Right. And I think there's a double meaning to the audience, right? Because she was asking, what does the nanny do from a COVID sense? And we all want to know, what does the nanny do on a daily basis at Robin's house? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I could not tell Which, you. No. Oh, I honestly right. don't know. I've never even met her. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair <laughs> I was enough. Say Robin or the nanny. <laughs> oh, uh, I've met Robin a couple yeah, times. I know. I'm Robin. teasing. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I've I've never even met the nanny. I, in fact, 
it it was just very subtle, like, oh, there's a nanny. Oh, there's a nanny and it's COVID. Oh, mom doesn't like the nanny. It was very, these very, like, few times in between where I got, like, information from the family. So she was not at Christmas. She was busy getting COVID elsewhere. The nanny. What? <laughs> what? No, what? No. What? That didn't happen. Exactly like you said it was happening. What? No. COVID, All right. COVID well, can't get her. She's immune. <laughs> All right. So let's move on from the from the questions there about your dad. But I guess so then moving to your relationships with your siblings. How do you guys keep in touch? Do you guys have like a group text? There's so many of you. Do you just stay in touch with certain siblings on a regular basis? Yeah, during the tell-all, we heard that Janelle and the other parents have a group text because they were mentioning how strange it is to have Christine kind of removed from that group text now. So is there a sibling group text that you're a part of? There are various sibling group texts. I've got two different group messages with my brothers, one of them on Instagram where we share memes from Instagram and one <laughs> of them just text messages where we just talk. Yeah. However, we'll both do, we'll, we'll do both in both places. Uh, there's a group message of mom's kids where we talk like normal siblings and I don't, you talk shit. And then there's <laughs> se- several group messages with, <laughs> all the kids or not this one, but this one, not this one, but this spouse, not these two, but this one and this spouse kind of a thing. It just kind of goes, there's a little bit more clear. There's a lot of group messages. (laughs) I can imagine. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) All right. Awesome. That's cool to know that you guys all stay in touch because one of the thing that's kind of like missing from the show, a lot of people feel is more involvement from the kids, right? We used to get that a lot in the early seasons. And now as a lot of you have gotten older and left, there's not as much focus on that anymore. Well, that's exactly it though. We got older and left at when, during the first season, Logan to Savannah lived at home and truly was being born. And Robin was coming into the family. We all lived at home and then Logan moved away and he was in it less. And then Aspen and Mariah moved away and they were in it less and so on. I'm not in it very often because I don't live there anymore. Yeah, makes sense. And, you know, they moved far away, so that doesn't help either. (laughs) Which is unfortunate. (laughs) Right, right. Now, you mentioned Mariah. And we did have a question from one of our patrons that, you know, there was a little public online spat that happened between you and Mariah and Audrey over politics how is your relationship with them now? Has that improved? Is it still a little contentious? Unfortunately, it is not as good as I would like it to be. But, like, my arms are always open. I'm not even saying she has to forgive me. But, like, the second she just wants a hug, I'm there. My arms are always open. COVID or no COVID, open to hugs. Completely. Especially <laughs> to her. That's a, always a, to her. Always to her, Audrey. Always to her. Track. <laughs> the the second that they want to hug, whether it's oh Peyton, I forgive you, or oh Peyton, I hate your guts. They want to hug. They want to hug. I've got a problem. I'm not holding any grudges here, except for the secret grudges. <laughs> oh, we'll ask we'll about work, grudges yeah, we'll work, in a little we'll bit. Hold on, on that. to that yeah, thought. Yeah, we're gonna work on it. But in the meantime, here. So now we know uh, from other interviews and other things that you've mentioned as well too. The next closest parent, aside from Christine, obviously being your mom, you're next closest to Janelle. We then started thinking through different ways of how to ask this, but how does Mary or Robin maintain a relationship with you outside of general family gatherings and holidays? They don't, and I don't try to. It's, okay. it's, it's something that goes both ways that doesn't go either way. Fair enough, yeah. And I mean, that happens with a large family like that too, extended family. It happens, yeah. All right. Unfortunately for Mary, it seems like there's not a lot going her way from any direction. (laughs) At least that's what the show leads us to believe. Reasons for everything. (laughs) What does that mean? Oh, I'm not going to talk about that one. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) That's one the ones I'm not allowed to talk about. Okay. There's some things I choose not to say. There's some things my mom has told me not to say. And I, out of love and respect and fear, I don't say things she tells me not to. All right, fair, fair enough. enough. Christine is uh, keeping you in line here then. 
Yes, but it's not. It's not a control or anything. No, no, like, oh, no. She pays for my Costco or anything. What? No. <laughs> I don't rely on her for food. I'm an adult. All right. So now let's get into some more COVID centric questions, if you will. That seemed to be, yeah, that was the main storyline here, probably from season 15 into <laughs> season 16. Which is just a joy to be watching the beginning of COVID, it's you know, it. a year and a half into COVID. That was, that was fun TLC. Um, so back in season 15, there is a chat between your dad and Mariah. And he was telling Mariah that he was not in agreement with the shutdowns that happened in March of 2020 because the economy was more important, making sure that that kept running. But then all of a sudden, he seemed to kind of flip his opinion and ask your family to quarantine long term. So did that reaction to COVID surprise you? Yeah, big time. Um. That on that's one of the ones I'm not going to get into for personal choices, but yes, that was a reaction. That that was very like, what is going on here? Reaction. Yep, and I know that Gabe actually talked about it on the show uh, a little bit, and he kind of got into, you know, the fact that your dad is, um, you know, into things like liberty and freedom, and we've heard him talk a lot about that in terms of religious freedom on the show, and that it was seemingly out of character but we do know yeah we did see footage obviously from christmas 2020 uh, where you were able to be with the family at robin's house robin and cody's house for the holidays there um when you had to follow those rules for quarantine to be able to participate in christmas at the time did you think that those were cody's rules or did you think that they were robin's rules to make one thing very clear, I didn't follow the rules. I lied and said I followed them. Interesting. Interesting, because we did hear, I believe it was Garrison, suggest that maybe they go that route <laughs> in one of the um, episodes. So I he, he asked me, to. mom asked me, hey, before you come up here, I want you to test. I want you to test it and uh, make sure. And I told mom, mom, I haven't been following the rules. I work, I hang out with friends, and it's important that I do so. Because if I don't hang out with friends for two weeks, I can't socialize or do anything for two weeks. I'm going to slip into some severe depression again, which is a bad place for me. So I told mom, mom, it's not happening. And she said, okay, are you coming anyway? And I said, yes, I'm coming anyway. And then I got the test. I got the COVID test. And then my boss asked me to do something extremely wonderful. My boss asked me to do something wonderful. And I was so happy to do it. And I, in doing it, I got pulled over by a police officer. And as the police officer is pulling me over, he comes over to talk to me. And then dad calls. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is my dad calling. It could be an emergency. And he said, you can answer it. And I said, thank you, officer. And I pick up the phone. I say, yes, dad, this is a bad time. He's like, OK, that's fine. You got COVID tested, right? And I said, yes, I got tested. It came out negative. He said, OK, I want you to get a test again. I'm like, yeah, I'm coming up. To I got tested yesterday and I'm coming up tomorrow. You want me to get tested between now and tomorrow? He said, yes, it's very important that you do that. And I said, OK. And I didn't. I, I said, yeah, I got tested again. Of course I got tested again. You told me to, so I did. And I, I did not because <laughs> I wasn't going to because I was negative. So that's interesting because on the show, they led us to believe that like this was like a new concept to your family that you could be tested <laughs> for COVID, which was one of the things that was confusing throughout the season because it seemed like, why couldn't you guys get together if you were testing? And I know early on the tests weren't available, but at some point they were. And also just putting a mask on to be together outside if that was something that your dad was concerned about. But he was very, very cautious. So I'm not surprised you got asked to, to test twice. And I'm not even sure a test would have come back that quickly, would it? Or right. were you doing rapid test? Yeah. Rapid test. Oh, okay. Well, and even well they at were that so point, hard to find. If it they? was between, yeah, if you had a negative test and then you were exposed it, there may be know. incubation the, periods uh... or things so yeah it takes some time to actually show up on the test too is what we were figuring out but obviously that helps with the hindsight of watching the show a year later after it's already <laughs> been yeah on. that's that's something else 
<laughs> it's really weird. That's one of the top complaints we get from the audience is why is this so far in the past compared to other shows we watch that it's it's also very confusing to them, right? Because especially with the COVID stuff, people get angry because they're not understanding what point in time we're in and kind of what phase of COVID it is, how much people know, what types of testing is available. So it was particularly bizarre the last few seasons. And I don't know. Yeah, it seems like more recently in in some of the newer seasons, too, we're kind of making an adjustment where the show when it first started out to us, our theory was that it seemed like it was being presented in more of a documentary type format. where It was a little bit more about following along um, kind of day in the life of this polygamous family and getting those experiences. Now we're kind of shifting gears took a long time but we got to this point now where it's it's kind of playing out like a reality tv show now where it's a little bit more drama fed and um kind of storyline driven type thing what 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 What? you know what does the nanny do what does the nanny do (laughs) what no that's now a quotable line that people often quote back to me that my mother said it's like my mom is that level of celebrity people are quoting her to me (laughs) that's been weird but uh, you are not wrong um that because of certain things here and there over the years they've noticed that certain thing gets certain stuff gets more attention and other stuff doesn't get more attention and drama gets a lot of attention none of it's lies none of what we show are lies but there are some things that are overhyped and there are some things that are just don't matter at all or some things that matter a lot but they're not talked about at all it's drummed up yeah or like kind of yeah heightened yes it's not a lie but it's bigger than it actually is right and every reality show no matter how realistic it is has some some scripting to it that occurs at least in the editing process. There's a story. We're trying to tell a story. That's the point of a show. So um, understand that. So you've mentioned in one of your other interviews that Garrison is is one of your best friends. What did you think about your dad trying to kick him out of Janelle's house for not following the COVID rules? Um, Yeah, okay. Um, Dad had... Dayton and Aurora, who are both adults, and Brianna, who is almost an adult, in the house that he mostly stays at. And we noticed that, yes. Yeah. Yes. And Garrison decided he wants to live his life and has responsibilities legally and financially to other things. And so he decided, I don't really care about the rules that don't affect me. And that's, I don't like that he did that. I honestly don't like that he did that mom kicking me out was one of the best things she ever did for me. But dad telling Janelle to kick her sons out of her house because yeah, dad, their father and dad's there and dad's trying to help sometimes, but there was always a distinction and he calls them Janelle's kids and he calls mom's kids, Christine's kids. So it's, he sees it in the same way. It's, it was ridiculous. It was honestly ridiculous. And there are some kids that get called our kids. We've noticed that. What? Uh, We've made what? note no. of that a few <laughs> times on the show as well. But now Cody has stated in Cameo that he did get COVID. So that is something that we found out. We haven't seen it on the show yet. So it's spoiler, spoiler. But <laughs> how did you and your siblings react when you found out that Cody had COVID? Um. When mom first said that she found out the nanny got COVID, she said to the audience, she said to the cameras, I giggled or I chuckled a little bit. That was actual. I lied to you guys. There are a few lies. Mom did lie there. She died laughing along (laughs) with the rest of her kids. We all died laughing. And when we found out in the most respectful way possible, because he's my father and I do love him. Again, we died laughing. Because I also got, I, I did get COVID and it sucked, but I also don't follow basically any rules. Mom 
No, actually, mom didn't get COVID. A few other family members, I'm not sure who got it. A few of us did get COVID, and it sucks, and it's terrible. But most of us don't really follow the rules. And here dad is following every rule to a T, and he still gets it. And it's like, dad, it's been like 700 days. You've been exposed. Live. <laughs> it was the irony of it, right? Where, yes. And yeah. Nobody was, nobody was laughing you. when I got it. No. Oh my God! No, I hope nobody was because it was awful. But like we, we died laughing because irony is funny. And again, with the utmost respect to that, and I do love him very much, and I'm not like trying to take a side. No, it no it's funny. just comical, right? It's, t- it's yeah. a little comical when he was so strict about things and gave everyone else such a hard time that in the end, it found him too. <laughs> the stone escape. <laughs> yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So to kind of shift gears here, so now I know that you you mentioned that you don't watch the show. You didn't have to sit through the three-part tell-all, so I'll try and catch you up on it. <laughs> Thank here. you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God bless you. Uh, so, yes, there was a moment in the tell-all where Robin was commenting on your mom and dad's marriage. Um, and there was a point where Robin was saying that your mom didn't try to work on their marriage before she gave up. How how do you feel about that statement? Um, almost 30 years of working on a marriage is working on it. Her finally having a last straw when he doesn't want to be intimate with her. More specifically, he said the words, I don't want to be intimate with you. Not just hasn't been intimate in a while, but said the words, I don't want to. There's no need to work on it anymore because you've been working on it for almost 30 years. They had, it was rocky from the start. I, I would like to like, sidetrack just a little bit because like full disclosure i sidetrack on everything <laughs> that's fine it's just like i like sidetrack a lot of people think oh the problems didn't start until robin got there that's so not true robin made several more visible she didn't bring problems into the family some started with her and a lot were made more visible with her around and it's not a bad thing it's a good thing robin did many good things for the family i want to make it clear robin did many good things for the family but her having her saying that was not her place to say it either, because mom and dad have had issues since before they even got married. And they had issues when Aspen was born. They had issues when McKelvey was born. They had issues when I was born. They've had issues over the past almost 30 years. We didn't talk about it because it's not something you talk about. But it's, it's just kind of it's reality. And it wasn't bad issues, but mom had a final straw. And this was that final straw. And we all completely support mom in it. She has a man that she loves that does love her, but doesn't want to be intimate with her. And we're all like, and she was like, nope, get out of my house. And we're like, shit, go mom. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a little bit of a mind fuck to hear Robin say that because I was like, we definitely have been watching this show for 16 seasons and watched your mom and dad do therapy together on the show and some things get brought up and it was very obvious in the past two seasons, I would say that there was kind of a shift in, 
in what was going on in attitudes and things. So, you know, if that's yeah. her, that's her opinion, I guess that's her it, opinion, but it, 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 she sees what she sees and you know what? Okay. If she sees what she sees and at the same time, gossip is super fun. Gossip is very, very entertaining and very, very entertaining to spread. I'm going to be honest here. It is so fun to gossip. <laughs> it's so fun to be gossiped too. It's not fun to be gossiped about. So maybe she heard something, maybe something was said, maybe this, maybe that. I'm not sure. But I'm, I am going to say that she was wrong because yeah. mom and dad have been working on their marriage for almost 30 years. And we agree. And after 30 yeah. years, if you're not happy, bye. Yeah. Well, and, you know, she's spending Robin most of her time getting one side of the story, most likely. So I'm sure that probably doesn't help. Probably not. Now, we know you can't talk about what's going on at Coyote Pass currently because that it's, would be kind of involved with some filming stuff. But we did I, roll back the tape and we looked at we saw that you were at the inception of it all. The the family meeting, the holiday meeting about the one big house. I was. What did you think about that? That sounded ridiculous. It didn't work last time. It's not going to work this time. Um, I was there. I was listening to dad and I thought, yeah, um, okay. And it was absolutely ridiculous to think. Uh, he wants, and I, I think, I don't remember what the exact layout was, but it's like roughly four equal sections for his four wives and then one big section for him. And I'm like, dad, mom's not going to have any, mom's only going to have one kid at home in like two years. Uh, Janelle only is going to have one kid at home in like two years and not even like Janelle's going to be alone in her house next year. uh, Mary is currently alone in her house and Robin has two, almost three adults. It's not going to work out like that. It's, (laughs) it's just not. And it's just kind of like, it's just, it was funny. It was really funny to look at that and then immediately hear mom's reaction I don't remember if it was filmed or not, but like I very quickly, almost immediately after, heard what mom really thought of it. She was saying no, <laughs> no. not having that again. Yes, we took a lot of time analyzing that uh, that blueprint. Uh, that's one of our very early episodes. It was it was interesting. There were missing staircases, doors leading to nowhere. <laughs> I'm sure it's, it's like a Sims a rough, house. It's a rough blueprint. It is a oh, rough yeah. no. blueprint of something he wanted to happen. Right, right. Which one well, going? Glad he didn't invest too much time in it. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. So I can talk about Coyote Pass. That is okay. not something I'm not allowed to talk about. So if you have okay. questions about that, I can. Why did they buy a twenty thousand gallon cistern? When that we based on Google searches alone, it didn't seem like it was going to be enough water on a monthly basis for the amount of people that we're planning to have on Coyote Pass. <laughs> I'm sorry to jump right into the technical. Yeah, like You're good. I'm what you know way more about this than I do. You already know way more about this than I ever was going to. However, you also have to look at it as. He didn't have almost any kids living there anymore. Yes, he has 18 kids. And yes, he does love his 18 kids. But most of his 18 kids don't live there. Dad has Savannah that lives at home. Um, other people that live at home, depending on where the show is at the moment. Truly that lives at home. And it's mostly just them and then Robin's kids. There's basically no more kids in the house anymore. So I think it's funny that he was thinking, oh, yeah, this will be enough room for everybody all at once. And it's like, Dad, that hasn't happened in, like, since before Logan moved out. Or right after, because it was just Logan. Since before Aspen and Mariah moved out, we haven't had everybody all together, except for very rare occasions. Let's ask the real question here about Coyote Pass. So your mom had to give up the piece of property that she really wanted for Janelle's grow operation. What is she growing? We have theories. That is neither here nor there. <laughs> oh, okay. Because your dad I am neither confirming nor denying exactly what you're thinking. 
Yeah, we were not hearing greenhouse from your dad. We kept hearing grow house. We need grow houses. We mm, need to get yeah, water to the grow houses. So uh, I don't know what Janelle's got planned. Is there a stash house around? <laughs> just as a quick side note, I currently work construction. The house I just finished, the house had an area for a green room that we weren't going to build, that they were going to build. And then there was another section that was called the grow room. And we all knew exactly what was definitely going in the greenhouse versus what was going in the green room. There you go. Maybe the that's room. some greenhouse. inspiration for, for Janelle as they're looking what? to What? No, to neither confirming nor denying. <laughs> I just, I'm going to actually be honest with you guys. Oh. I actually don't know. That's I am a- confirming and denying nothing because I really <laughs> don't know. Okay. All right. So let's, we have a quick lightning round of questions here that we get asked a lot. So the first is, (laughs) does your dad do something to make a living outside of the show? Yes. Okay. You don't have to answer what it is. We have our theories as to what it is. I would like to know your theories. If you're okay with that, I would love to know your theories. I'm not going to confirm or deny them, but I would love to know what you think they are. Fair enough. He's made references in cameos about how he did how COVID had an impact on his work because most of his work is at convention type environments with large gatherings of people. And then he also hinted in a very vague way, mentioning that he deals with precious metals, wink, 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 which we then took as maybe he does some sort of, I'm going to stop you right there. Gun no, stuff? my dad is not selling his body. I no. Just, no. He's not selling his body. Just <laughs> I don't think we would have considered continue, that a precious metal. But <laughs> he, he wouldn't have started a cameo. He would have started an OnlyFans. <laughs> and we don't need to go that route. That's okay. You could definitely continue what you're saying. I thought of it. I thought, this is a great time to implement this joke. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, yeah. So we, we thought on some level there may be possibly something with gun dealership in some capacity that is a thought you have that thought <laughs> that is a thought there we go it's a, it exists and it's out there all right i'm neither confirming nor denying the thought now <laughs> wait till you hear this thought Corey. do you want to go with this question i know you've been waiting chomping at the bit to ask it okay i've been trying there's obviously you know there are rumors theories Fan suspicions out there aplenty. I have been trying to disprove this for about two years since we started the podcast. So apparently people are under the impression that Robin Brown was not only a credited writer of the number one best-selling. New York Times best-selling. Right. <laughs> you know, the bestseller, Becoming Sister Wives. Not only that, but she's also responsible for writing several episodes series of Muppet Babies, the Disney show channel um, show running experience from that. I believe this is because so from the research that I've done is that there is a writer named Robin Brown who works at Disney and it's spelled the exact same way. And when you Google Robin Brown, it then gets it has associated somehow to my mom, Robin Brown, yeah. your mom. So it, could you please provide <laughs> any clarity into the fact whether your mom, Robin Brown, writes for Muppet Babies? Okay, this quick explanation of no is going to take a minute. One, Robin is a very common name. Two, Brown is a very common last name. Thank you Th- for pointing that out. Thank you, Peyton. Of course, thank you. No, she did not. Mom, my mom, very wonderfully gave her kids unique names. A-S-P-Y-N. Not super unique, but unique. McKelty. Have you ever met or seen another McKelty? No, can Have confirm no. A super unique name. Confirm. Peyton. Not Peyton. P-A-E-D-O-N. My name is not super unique, but it's very unique. It is unique. Isabel with a Y. Gwendolyn. I'm not even sure if I've ever met another Gwendolyn ever. I've met another Gwen, but it wasn't Gwendolyn. Not a super unique name, but fairly unique. And truly, mom has very unique names that she gives her kids because she likes that. I'm trying to take the same thing. When I when I don't have any kids, I don't have any girlfriends, but like when my wife in the future 
is pregnant. I would love I would love for my kid to have a unique name. Janelle did not take his approach. She has a Logan spelled normal. She has a Madison <laughs> spelled normal. She has a Hunter spelled normal. She has a Garrison slash Robert spelled normal. She has a Gabriel spelled normal. And she has Savannah, which is just really funny because her the jealous kids are not unique names, but they are unique people. No, my mom Robin was never anything has never had anything to do with Disney besides buying their product. <laughs> That's all. There we go. Thank you. I guess that also helps us to dispel that that is not what she is doing while the nanny is there. We're not penning episodes of Muppet Babies. That wasn't the reason no, she not. had a home office. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not penning episodes of Muppet Babies. That's very okay. good. Good for Robin Brown. Good for the other right. Robin Brown, though. You other have a Robin name Brown. that is known by a lot of people that is not associated with you, and I'm sorry about that. Well, that, oh, that's what I got upset about too. I was like, this poor woman over at Disney. His all of her work, her life's work is being miscredited <laughs> here. You know, it's just yep. like, oh, my gosh, she's over here slaving over Muppet babies and nobody's yep. going to know she's putting in the hours on this. No one's ever going to know. All right. So then one more random question here. This one selfishly for us. Do you know what the origin was of the fajita cantina sign that was on the shed at the Lehigh house? Uh, Dad was a sign salesman for many, many years. And he sold them another sign. It's the best of my memory because it's been a long time. Uh, he sold them a sign that fed us for years. It was it, he made a lot of money off of this sell, and they gave him the old sign. Oh, okay, I, again, that's a I'm, good story. I might be remembering this wrong, but Dad was a sign <laughs> salesman, and several big sign sells. Fed the family for a long time. I'm, if I remember right, this is one of the signs that, that he sold them one, and they gave him the new one. They gave him the old one. Awesome. We did try to ask that to Gwen, but she had no idea what we were talking about on Twitter. So <laughs> I'm glad we finally got an answer to that. <laughs> I'm glad you did too. All right. So we know that TLC announced your mom's new cooking show, Cooking with Just Christine. We had an episode that came out on Sunday already with the carrot cake. What is your favorite thing that she cooks? And you can't answer mock tapioca pudding. We've heard why that. Why can't I answer so that? No, Please you are not allowed. We need to know that she's capable. We better not see that as one of the recipes either. Okay. let me. I, I would like to just like let the world know something. There's a reason that the classic music are so basic. There's a reason that John Bon Jovi's Living on the Prayer is a basic person's favorite song. That, like, whoa, basic whoa, whoa. People, you can't say what? that to people from New Jersey. It's an amazing <laughs> song. Don't, don't misquote <laughs> me. It is an amazing song. But there's a reason that some people are oh, that's just basic. Because it's that good. It is so good that it's just normal to love it. Okay, that's the same thing with her mock tapioca pudding. It's just that good. It's not that she has no other dishes. It's that that, that one's that good. You got to tell her she's got to cut that recipe down for a normal sized group of people because there has been a lot of confusion so on how to cut that recipe down. <laughs> she hates doing it so much because she's used to creating the big batches. And like she has to go through the method of cutting everything in half for the few kids that will eat it because the few kids that vi are visiting at the time she has to cut it in half which is just very entertaining okay the other my other favorite food of mom's is her homemade chicken noodle soup classic that's a good one yes also I, again it's there's a reason it's a classic there's a reason it's a basic answer because it's that good <laughs> now how does that compare to robin's self-proclaimed bomb lasagna have you had this lasagna the the alleged claimed we did see her cooking the lasagna in an early season yeah um there this was a self-proclaimed bomb lasagna um, though so without like being biased with, right. without spreading any hate because i'm not spreading any hate this is how i genuinely feel mom's lasagna has always been and will always be better does your mom use cottage cheese or ricotta cheese? Cottage cheese. Oh, okay. okay. Ooh, I don't know if I can get down with yeah, that. Yeah, we're kind of on the you fence can use about ricotta that. You can use ricotta cheese. Oh, you right. can absolutely use ricotta cheese. And, but mom <laughs> uses cottage cheese because it's easy and it's filling. Okay. And it's also fairly healthy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. That's um, not why I'm eating lasagna, so, though, Peyton. I'm not eating it because it's healthy. Okay, here it is. Do you want lasagna or a little bit less unhealthy lasagna? Just to help you feel better. Give me the realest of the real. That's that's the lasagna I came for. Okay, I was about to bring up fat-free ice cream. It's like you're eating oh. fat-free ice cream, but it's also like you're eating fat-free ice cream. It's absolute garbage. You're aware the whole time. Yeah. Yes. You, you, you don't know forget. What you're doing. You, you don't feel better about doing this. You, 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 you just feel gross for betraying ice cream. <laughs> So the good news here, so obviously if the mock tapioca pudding makes an appearance on the cooking show here, we, we'll still watch it, but we won't enjoy it as much, though. Okay, okay. you're but. lying to yourself. It's going to be incredible, and you're going to hear, <laughs> I'm going to spoil something. I'm going to spoil a little thing that might come up. For years, for as long as I've been alive, mom has hated mock tapioca pudding. No. You guys make her Mom make it all the time, though? hates it. It is our favorite meal, so she cooks it for us. She can't stand the stuff. Uh, I feel like after you cook anything in that big a quantity, <laughs> you probably don't want to partake in it. So Going when we were that. growing up, there wasn't a ton of money, and it, it's super easy. To, it's not easy. It's, it's a lot of labor, but it's super cheap to make. So she made it kind of often. It's it's we had it with oatmeal and cream of wheat, and we had mock tapioca pudding, mock tapioca pudding as a, like a bonus thing because it was it was cheap to make. It was a little labor intensive, but it was cheap. So we had it a lot. And at this point, most of us have just associated happiness and joy with her mock tapioca pudding because at the time we didn't know any better. Like for perfect example, our cousins uh, own a bakery in Wyoming, and. It's it's like it's so it's granola. Then they make granola and bread there, and it's it's granola and it's bread. But all of us kids think it is absolute gold. Think like what we will steal it from each other's houses. I will drive two hours to Logan's place in Vegas so I can take one of his three bags of granola, say hi to him for thirty seconds, and then come back home. I say this because Logan's done it to me <laughs> for the granola. It's, do you want to plug their business? You can if you do. I, I would love to. Um, country Bakery. Crap! I don't remember his name. It's in <laughs> Wyoming. It's Country Bakery. Something Country Bakery. I feel horrible right now. Give me a second. Oh my gosh, this is so evil of me because I have to look up my family's business. <laughs> you just know it as the place with the good granola. Yeah. Yes. Granola bits. Uh yes oh it oh it is just country it is just country bakery that's it it's there you in go. Wyoming. you got it's it Wyoming it's country bakery. it's let me just, it, it is solid bakery food no, nothing's wrong with it but it's not like as nearly high quality as we believe it is um <laughs> Janelle's Janelle's niece during Grandma's funeral which was very very sad and very very hard on us and it was absolutely terrifying that you like I'm gonna ask you guys. Out of all the many grandmas I have, she was the best grandma. And I love Grandma Ruthann, my mom's mom. I love Grandma Ruthann so much. And Grandma Susan, I love you all. But Grandma Cheryl was just the best grandma. So uh, at her funeral, we were all in Wyoming. And Aunt Carrie and her kids were in Wyoming. And they had never tried the bakery granola. And Logan and Hunter and Garrison and Gabe and I and Madison and Savannah and all mom's kids have been talking up this granola for years. Every single time we get a chance to bring it up, we talk about how amazing it is. Uh, her nieces and nephews, my cousins, ate it, and they're like, I'm so disappointed because we've been talking about how good it is for years, and in all truth, it's really just okay. It's granola. It's, it's granola. It's granola. It's not bad granola. Right, like They hated it because we've been talking it up for years. Now, that's not the case with the mock tapioca. Oh no, God, it's not. I, I'm going to ask you. Yes, it probably is. I'm gonna, <laughs> yes, it is. Because it was, okay. it was an awesome thing that we were like so happy to have. Because like it was a massive treat on a rare occasion. So we loved it. Okay. So it, it might not be that good. I love it. But it might just not be that good to normal people. 
Well, and Christine's just a saint then, too, for her to not even enjoy the, the meal. Oh, but she go loves through us the that process. much. She loves yes. us that much that, like, when I'm in town and she has time in the morning, she'll make me mock tapioca pudding. I don't even have to ask. If, like, she has time, she will do it. It's as simple <laughs> as that. We just don't always have time because if I'm in town, there's stuff happening. All right. Well, hopefully we see that on the cooking show. If not... You know, I'm sure it'll make another appearance at some point on the show. I'm pretty sure you can also Google the recipe. Oh, am, yeah. Yeah. Am I wrong? You can, I've had people ask me, oh, can you give us a recipe? I'm like, I'm pretty sure you can Google that. You can. It's just in the quantity to feed like oh. 20 people. So, <laughs> Well, that one's just math. That's all. That's the tough, yeah, that's the tough part. And it seems like so looking at what is going on with the cooking with just Christine show. It seems like, and again, this is just our theories and things that we've recognized. <laughs> TLC kind of does these little online cooking series. Um, they did something similar with like David and Annie from 90 day fiance. And now they have their own show and it's kind of just like a sample run to see maybe if a person can kind of pull their own audience or just hold their our own. theory, just some theories that we're suspecting here. So maybe, well, obviously we were going to say, if you want your own Christine show, then that means that you got to go watch the cooking videos. So make sure you like and comment and share on all those. Just some encouragement for encouragement. our listeners. You got it. Okay, so the thing I am allowed to say okay. is in the go. TikTok video that I made, I was I made sure to mention go support her. She loves this. She right. loves doing this, and she would like to do it more. I would just like to make sure that like that said because I can't actually tell you anything about the show except for what's already aired. I can only tell you about what has already aired. So just like go support her in it. Go love it so that you know because she loves to do that. Hint hint wink wink. <laughs> Hashtag cooking with just Christine. So make <laughs> yeah, sure that. You throw that on there. All right, so we know you work in construction, but what else are you up to? Um, I'm trying to slowly convince myself that I really need to go back to school, get my EMT, and get my paramedic license and become a paramedic for the fire department. All right, that that's is a like, nice ambition. Yeah, that is like, it's, I, I've, I heard from my grandma, my incredible grandma Annie, who was a nurse for a long time. I told her I want to be a paramedic, and she's like, you can do so much more than that. You, you can do so much more than that. Don't limit yourself like that. I'm like, no, that's actually what I want. That is like, it's not that it's the, the dream, but that is like what I want to like be a fireman and save lives. That is exactly what I want to do with my life. It's not some, oh, a small goal. It's not even a smaller goal, but it's not, even, oh, some small attainable thing. No, it's just, that is the goal. That is what I want. And it's actually not easy to become a firefighter. No. It's not easy. No, no, no. It's, it's not easy. That, sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm, not trying to misspeak. It's not easy, know. but it's like a bunch of people dream for, ooh, uh, exit out of that, leave that up. Yes. Uh, a lot of people, like, it's their dream to be able to build a business and go to the moon and reach the stars. It's like growing up, that was a lot. I heard that dream from a lot of different kids. And my dream was, I'd like to be a fireman. And that didn't really change. It kind of like shifted here and there, but that didn't really change for me. I always like wanted to be, and I still would love to be a fireman and a paramedic. It's just constructions very tough on the body, but it's easier to tell myself I'm good at this. I can stay here, which is just something I really need to get out of. Got to get a vision board, Peyton. Right. I gotta you, get have a to, you have to manifest these <laughs> things manifest. here, but yeah. And, and it looks like you're pre, you've been pretty active on TikTok. Yes. Lately. And it's been very entertaining to say something that I care about and have it do a few thousand views and then say my mom, Christine, and have it do, oh, there's two million views right there. <laughs> oh, okay, then clearly you're not here for me. <laughs> well, we have to ask related to the TikTok. Absolutely. What does the manager do? Right, because we had the what does the <laughs> nanny do? But And then when we mentioned... Because people thought we were joking when there was mention of, oh, yes, Peyton does Well, they've have a seen it. They've right. seen the, the tag of the manager on Instagram and on TikTok. So that became a point of questioning for our listenership as well. What does the manager do, Peyton? Okay. There's a story with this. I've got this 19-year-old coworker, and he rocks. He's a, he's a really awesome person. But I'm getting dinner with him and his fiance, and they're about to get married. And I have to miss the wedding 
because of military stuff. And I'm super miserable about that. It's okay. I just like, I want to get that out there. I really wanted to go to their wedding that's happening soon, but I can't. But like, so, and his fiance says, little backtrack. Um, like two weeks before I got dinner with him and his fiance, I said, so it'd be really fun to create like a YouTube and just talk on it. And then he says, dude, just do TikTok. And I thought, oh, that sounds like a good idea. And then like not thinking about it for two weeks, I got dinner with both of them. And she says, so you want to do a YouTube or a TikTok? And I'm like, oh yeah, sure. Totally. And she's like, James is your manager. It's like, oh, okay. And then James said, cause his name is James and he's, and James is like, oh yeah, I'm your manager now. And now he's my manager and it just is what it is. And he's someone I bounce ideas off because he's a coworker and I see him almost every day. So it's really easy to bounce ideas off of him. And I actually texted her one day. I don't want your boyfriend to be my manager anymore. And she's like, your manager doesn't care. He's your manager. And I'm like, well, fine then be that way. He's really just a good friend and a coworker who I can bounce ideas off of. Okay. So it is kind of a joke. Oh, it is completely a joke. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Granted, apparently I owe him 20 bucks because he's my manager. And I'm like, you haven't done anything for me. But no, it's fine. It's fine. I owe him 20 bucks. That's all. It's only the stuff that he books, Peyton. Don't let him take advantage of you. <laughs> I am aware of that. He hasn't yes. booked Jack Squat. You booked this directly. So yeah, yes, let's not did. go through. Yes, we are good. Apparently he hasn't gotten any messages yet about being my manager. And I'm like. That makes sense. That'd be super weird to message someone. Hey, I heard you Peter Brown's manager. <laughs> he might get some messages now. Look out. Yeah. It is it is very funny and it is a joke. Yes. But it's also his almost wife says it's true, therefore it is true. So just I'm I'm letting that out there. All right. We appreciate that you've taken so much time to talk with us. Just one one more question here for you. What's one thing that you'd like to set the record straight on about your family or about yourself? Uh, honestly, I, Oh, there is actually something. I don't hate Missouri. I don't hate it, but they, they filmed, they filmed most of that conversation and they put a tiny bit of that conversation in Missouri equals misery. I don't actually think that. Most of us kids just didn't want to go on vacation to Missouri. We wanted to go on a vacation on to like somewhere else. Varying siblings had varying opinions about it. So mom asks me, so why don't most of the kids want to go on vacation to Missouri? And I'm like, well, more specific, why do so many kids not want to go to Missouri? And I'm like, and like the most of the conversation was, well, most of us just don't want to go to Missouri. It's 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 not that we don't like Missouri, but like for most of us, Missouri equals misery. I, again, I'm quoting myself terribly, but I don't <laughs> actually hate Missouri. It's Apologies just to state. the people of Missouri. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think you're you have a fair assessment there. Where yes, they were trying to. You're referring to the pilgrimage to. Uh, was that the spot where Joseph Smith was assassinated or something? Was that that family vacation? No, Which one am I thinking? That was the one of? in Illinois. That was Illinois. Okay, <laughs> different one. Different one. I'm getting them mixed up. No, now. you're you're thinking of you're confusing many of the very exciting vacations that we got to see on the show. Lots of road trips. <laughs> Lots of road Lots trips. Of road trips. <laughs> uh, this was the one where we saw the other polygamist family. Yep. There you go. All right. Well, tell our listeners where they can find you, Peyton. I'm on Instagram. It's just Peyton Brown. It's just my name. Weird spelling P-A-E-D-O-N. Brown like the color. And on TikTok, Peyton Brown. All right. Thank you. We appreciate, again, spending some time with us here on Friday night. Thank you so much for having me. Let you get back to doing <laughs> something much more exciting than this. Call your yes, manager. totally. Yes. Call your manager, Peyton. <laughs> I'm not going to remain sitting in this chair and play video games. What? What? Huh? No. <laughs> I do things. I have a life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. so much. Thank you for listening. If you want to support us, the best way to do that is by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Be sure to tweet with us about the episode at surviving underscore pod. Stay tuned. Share with friends. See you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.